Hello, I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. This is the sound of a nazone. A nazone literally means a big nose. But what it actually is, is a very small fountain. And Rome is full of these tiny little fountains that have long, narrow spigots sticking out and down that look kind of like big hooked noses, which is how they got that name. And the reason I stopped to record the sound of the water running out of the nazone it's not just because it's a very characteristic Roman sound and to my ears a very picturesque sound, but because filling up your water bottle from one of these little fountains is an amazing way to save money while you're traveling. And today I'm going to be giving you a little mini episode on how to save money in Rome or how to visit Rome on a budget. It's very loud in this piazza. Lots of stuff going on in Trastevere right now. So I apologize in advance. So when you're in a new city, obviously there are some basic needs that you have to take care of. Just because you're traveling doesn't mean you don't need food and water. Now, in Italy, luckily in Rome, we have very, very good, good tasting, but also healthy water, clean water. Uh, because Rome's water, at least the water that comes out of these tiny little fountains that are just, like I said, they're all over the city. All you have to do is look around and you'll find one somebody's unloading right next to me sorry the water comes directly from the aqueducts or I should say through the aqueducts because it doesn't originate there but it originates in springs and lakes just slightly north of the city uh, uh, up in the hills the water is very very clean very cold which is probably the most surprising thing when you take a sip out of the water that it's it's really cold and it's just amazingly tasting. I think it's been voted the best or the second best city water in the whole world. And it is really, really delicious. Now, if you live in Rome for your entire life and you're always drinking the city water, you could have an issue because it is very high in calcium. Not the kind of calcium that you can actually absorb, but um, the kind of calcium that can cause issues. So people who live here generally will drink filtered water as well as bottled water. But if you're here on vacation or here for a shorter period of time, there's absolutely no reason you shouldn't drink the city water. Now that doesn't mean that the water from your tap in your hotel is gonna be of the same quality. It's specifically the water that comes from the Nizone fountains. And there's a little app that you can download. I wanna say it's called Inazoni di Roma. We'll put the link to it in the show notes. And if you download this app, it'll, it'll actually give you a little map um, where you can find them all. So I suggest when you come to Rome, bring with you or buy while you're here a little stainless steel water bottle. They're very light and you can just fill them up constantly. And this means you don't have to go to the little cafes and buy water bottles, which you know cost 150, two euros sometimes, sometimes more. Or worse, go to one of the little beverage stands, which charge even more than that and you're not uh, obviously gonna be producing any waste either. So it's a win-win all around. Another great budget option when it comes to your basic human needs is of course how to eat without spending too much money. Luckily in Rome, this is actually a pretty easy thing to do. 
Pizza, as you know, it's just not that expensive. Even in Rome, even some of the best pizzerias are not going to charge you more than nine or 10 euros for a pretty decent sized individual pizza. But you can definitely find it for cheaper than that. You can also buy pizza al taglio, which means pizza by the slice. Sometimes this pizza by the slice, if you go to the right place, is even better than the sit-down pizzerias that, with the round pizza. A couple of the best ones are Pizzarium and Alice, spelled like Alice. Very, very yummy. But even going to a sit-down restaurant and having a plate of pasta and a glass of wine is not going to set you back very much if you know where to go. And here are a couple of tips when looking for a well-priced restaurant, or specifically a restaurant that's going to have good food for a reasonable amount of money. Try to go down back streets. Try to stay away from the major sites, the major tourist areas. Obviously, Rome is touristy. We know this. It's full of tourists pretty much year-round. But don't go to a place that's literally across the street from the Colosseum or literally across the street from the Vatican. Try to go down side streets, back streets, and look for those little doors that, uh, that don't have any signs out in front, that don't have menus translated into 300 languages. Definitely avoid the photographs on the menu and also make sure there's no one outside trying to get you to come in. Find one of those restaurants and you can usually check out the menu before you go in anyway. There's usually a, men a menu printed, uh, a menu posted just inside or just outside. Even if it's not a touristy restaurant, usually you'll find one and you can check out the menu before sitting down. If you go to areas like Testaccio, you can find really well-priced food in that neighborhood and in some other neighborhoods that are not quite in the dead center of town, but still very accessible. Another great way to save money when it comes to eating is to go out for aperitivo. This is something that I used to do almost every night when I first moved to Rome and I had no money. Instead of going out for dinner, okay, now I'm not saying I went out every, okay, let me rephrase that. I didn't go out to dinner every night, but every time I did go out, my friends and I would go to aperitivo, which is basically like a happy hour, but it's way better than happy hour because most bars will offer a unlimited, massive, buffet of free food for the price of one drink. Of course, you can drink more than one drink if you want, but you can, in most cases, go into a bar, purchase one, you know, six euro glass of wine and sit down and have basically a full meal. What, what will eventually end up being a full meal if you go back to the buffet enough times. It's very fun. It usually goes on from about six to 8 p.m. It's just a great way to fill up without spending hardly any money at all. Another way you can save a lot of money in Rome is on transportation. Getting around by taxi everywhere you go is going to add up very quickly. And even getting a day pass or a week pass for the subway system can be a little bit pricey if you want an unlimited version. My suggestion is to rent a bike. This is such a fun way to get around as well as being pretty economical. There is a bike shop, a bike rental place called Colalti and one called Di Bartolomeo. They're both in the center of Rome. I will put links to them both, or at least the addresses. They might not have websites in our show notes. And you can just stop by, you can rent a bike and uh, be on your way. And unlike renting a scooter, of course, it costs less. You don't have to put gas in it. And you also don't have to worry about 
you know, getting into an, I mean, yes, okay, you can get into an accident on your bike, but getting into an accident on a scooter, especially when you're not used to driving one, it can be a little bit more hazardous. So riding a bike is great. You know, you don't really have to worry about traffic laws. You can go wherever. When I lived in Rome, uh, at least for the first four years, I had a bike all the time and it is the best way to get around the city. And this is, of course, especially true if you really are not going to be going outside of the historic center. You can pretty much get anywhere you want to go. Now, when it comes to sightseeing, of course, there are certain places that just cost money to go to and there's no way around it. You're probably not going to skip going to the Vatican or the Colosseum just because you don't want to spend the money. But there are some times when you can avoid it. If you come to Rome on the last Sunday of the month, if you're in Rome on the last Sunday of the month, the Vatican is open for free. But just be aware, it is extremely crowded on Sundays, on the free Sunday. It's crowded at the best of times, but just brace yourself. It's going to be really, really packed. You might want to cough up the 21 euros for your ticket and your, your reservation fee so you don't have to wait in line and fight the crowds. But that's an option available to you should you need it. The Colosseum is, I believe, and I'm going to have to double check this, but I believe it is free the first Sunday of every month as well. And same deal. It's going to be more crowded, but it might be worth it to you. Uh, there are also some great museums that just don't cost a lot of money, like Villa Farnesina, which is one of my all-time favorite museums, costs only five euros. Also, Galleria Spada and the uh, optical illusion of uh, Borromini's forced perspective, which I talked about a few weeks ago. That is also only five euros to visit. And some museums are even free of charge altogether. The Napoleonic Museum and the Baraccio Museum and the Carlo Bilotta Museum in Villa Borghese. They're small museums. They're not the most important museums in the city by any means, but they are free of charge. You can also wander around the ruins of the Fori Imperiali, not to be confused with the Roman Forum, which of course is on the Colosseum ticket, but you can wander around those ruins for free. Uh, they've built little walkways above them. You can look down onto the ruins of the ancient Imperial Forum, Fora. And also the Pantheon, of course, is free. And to me, the Pantheon is the most amazing place in Rome. It's better than any museum in the city, probably. So definitely go to the Pantheon as you won't spend any money there. Also, of course, in Rome, going into churches is completely free. You might have to pay if you want to climb up to the top of the dome in the case of St. Peter's uh, or go down and visit the crypt if there is a crypt in a particular church. But just to visit the church itself is absolutely free. And that goes for St. Peter's, that goes for St. John in Lateran, that goes for every single church in the city. And there are some amazing churches and you really could spend your whole time visiting churches and you would not run out of churches to visit. So that's another great way to get some tourism in without spending any money at all. As far as where to stay, as you can imagine, hotels are pretty pricey in this city. But if you book in advance, far in advance, you can sometimes get some pretty good deals. If you really want to save some money, I highly suggest staying at the Beehive. It is a hostel slash hotel. And don't let the word hostel scare you away because it is a lovely, incredibly clean, incredibly charming and friendly place. I happen to be friends with the owners, so maybe I'm a little biased, but uh, I don't really think so because it is just a fabulous place. It's located just a few blocks from Termini Station, but on the sort of quiet side. And it's totally a safe area. You can stay in a shared room. You can stay in a private room, and I think you can stay in a private room with a private bathroom or with a shared bathroom. So there's three or more different price points for you to choose from. They also have really great 
activities that they offer from vegan cooking classes to pizza making classes. They've always got things going on. They've got storytelling nights that you can of course participate for free and all sorts of fun events going on all the time. And they're run by this wonderful couple, American couple, and it's just a great place to stay and it's really a great deal as well. Also, of course, there's bed and breakfasts that you can rent, apartments that you can rent. That's always an option as well as long as you, you know, you book well in advance, you can usually find something for a pretty good price. And lastly, if you want to take a tour, if you want someone telling you what it is that you're seeing, but you don't want to spend the big bucks to take a tour, you should download the Voice Map app. Now, I've talked about this before. I've plugged it one time before on a different episode because I have a tour on the Voice Map app. But there are several that are in Rome, not just mine, of course. Just look up Voice Map, download it onto your phone. It's free to download. And then you can look through the guides that they offer and you can download them, you know, one at a time or just one. And they only cost maybe three, four, five euros each. It's a really great way to feel like you have your own private tour guide. So what Voice Map is, is basically it's an audio guide, but it's recorded by an actual person who, like me, lives in the place, came up with an idea for a walk in a particular area of the city, wrote it themselves and recorded it themselves. So it's not just some random voiceover actor who's reciting someone else's words. It's someone who lives in the place, who's passionate about the place, who's telling you a little bit about part of the city that they love best. And they have these all over the world. The greatest part about it, though, is that because it's on your phone and because it works with GPS, you do not actually have to look at a map or at your phone at all. The voice of the person leading you will just tell you when they locate you on a particular street corner, they'll just say, OK, turn left here or stop here or go right there. It's a brilliant way to discover part of the city, have someone leading you around and not actually have to be on a tour. So those are my tips for how to visit Rome on a budget. I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening and uh, join us again. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, Leave us a good review and tell all of your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com or find us using the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net. <laughs>